The market doesn't joke around, so why would you? Get serious. Choose Tasty Trade. Tasty Trade gives you the tools you need to make smarter moves. Dig into data with advanced charting, track profit accurately with order chain trackers, see risk clearly with curve analysis, and trade with low-capped commissions, stocks, options, futures, and more. All on one platform. No wonder serious traders choose Tasty Trade. Join the club, genius. Tasty Trading is a registered broker-dealer and member of FINRA and SIPC. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Thursday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. Futures are up. Dow is set to join the S&P and Nasdaq at record highs as China cuts tariffs in half on some 75 billion in U.S. imports. European banks are a standout, going green for the year. Lagarde says she sees some signs of economic stabilization. Ten-year 165 claims fall to 202 ahead of our first jobs report of the year tomorrow. Our roadmap begins with record watch. Stock set for a fourth day of gains. All-time highs for the Dow and S&P within striking distance. Plus, we've got a tale of two tech movers this morning. Twitter shares, they are soaring on those strong user numbers. Peloton shares plummeting on a widening loss and slowing revenue. And no sleep till public mattress seller Casper said to make its debut here at the NYSE, pricing at the low end. Far from unicorn status, the company's CEO is going to join us first on CNBC later on this morning. The February rally rolls on. The Dow is on track to open at an all-time intraday high, a day after the S&P closed at a record. China says it will cut tariffs on $75 billion in U.S. products in half, follows a similar move by the U.S. following the recent Phase 1 signing. However, also being seen as a move to boost confidence amid the outbreak of the coronavirus and the resulting economic impact. Mnuchin's on the tape this morning as well, guys, saying the U.S. is probably not going to see 3% this year, largely because of Boeing. So a couple headwinds. Yeah, look, these remarkable days, I think, have largely been uh, China-related in a positive way. China seems to come in every day and do something. China uh, cutting uh, VAT the other day. Before that, we had China injecting, what, $75 billion. Before that, we had China injecting 200 I think that they're doing far more things. But uh, the cut of tariffs is very important because a lot of the critics of the president and his deal said, look, it doesn't matter. They had to cut the tariffs first. So now they're going to do it. But at the same time, they have a crisis where the last thing they're trying to do is figure out how many soybeans to buy. They're going to have to eventually. But I think that they're you know, spending every minute either propping up their markets or, or trying to build hospitals. Yeah. Mixed picture. Aren't you more taken, though, with the market action? I mean, just Tesla alone, of course, we focused on it endlessly, but perhaps for good reason. I mean, that moved down. I think it's very good reason. And then there were, you know, it's funny, in talking to investors, it doesn't seem to be about fundamentals right now. It's about flows. Everybody's talking about flows. So Tesla gets crushed yesterday after that incredible move up. Again, none of this really on any fundamental news, up or down. Right. And then you see software, high, sort of the high-growth software stocks get hit yesterday. But yes, closed. it was being up big the day And before. then value comes into play. So you're sort Oil. of the short growth, long value. And everybody's, nobody cares, seems to think about PEs anymore. It's Not at all. Flows, which is led by, I guess, the Citadels of the world, the Two Sigmas. Someone is just Dawes, whipping the, around. Now, I, what, let's just call We haven't covered Tesla the way we should have. Tesla's us. Tesla's CBC. Uh, people understood that Ron Barron, who's the biggest Tesla bull, he's not going to sell stocks, so it's not a pump and dump, uh, was going to come on on Tuesday. But there are other people who didn't know he was going to come on. So if you listen to him, he's talking about a trillion, 
You just give them the trillion figure. Right. Trillion this, and trillion that. And then that trickled out during the day. The right. thing moved up. up right. So then the stuff. smart people bought Monday and moved it up big. And then the, the not as smart people bought it Tuesday. And then the smart people from Monday blew it out into the uninformed Tuesday buyers. And that's what you had. It was us, okay? It was us. It was Ron Barron. We keep trying to say, well, it was what somebody's saying. It's Musk has a set of things. It was well, a he classic. Tweeted case. flames. Right. I mean, that was his. Right, thing. but I'm yeah. saying that it was when you listen to Ron Barron, you wanted to take it to thousand. But it did have a broader impact than just Tesla. Well, there was also in terms I mean, of the way it was being viewed and the way it was being traded yes. and the flows it was initiating as a result of this. Well, this and then I've the island pattern. Suddenly, people want to the talk island, to me about what? the island pattern. Yes, David. It's or the a, Eiffel Tower pattern. Yeah. Uh, the stock went up too much, uh, but people. The sellers can try to press it down. There's a lot of people who said, Jim, it was not a short squeeze. Well, I mean, it was, some of it was short squeeze. Yeah. But I, would, I like what David's analysis is. It's amazing. When this stock got hit, it was almost like people said, all right, uh, it could be an OPEC cut. Uh, Libya's offline. Let's buy value because Tesla failed. If Tesla went up again, let's sell value. Now, yesterday was one of those I, I, days. If you look value versus growth, it was whole, stark. It was the day. Yeah. Now, we used to have these rotations over periods of weeks. Then it was over days. Now it's over hours. Right. And I think it's just ridiculous. I mean, if you're going to be at home and you're going to play it like this, Citadel's going to, what? No, the equivalent of, we don't know Citadel what they're up to. Well, Someone uh, is going to beat you I, I to I know it. that it's part, it's, I mean, everybody wants to say it's, 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 yes, they do a million. Right. Citadel's an enormous but asset management company. Right. It does a lot of different things, including algorithmic trading. But if you looked at the values. many of the right. others. And the, there I are mean, enormous the of assets in these companies then. You're right, but the volume is so little on these value plays. Yeah. Uh, and I, but you're right. I mean, if Tesla's up today, it's almost like there is some sort of algorithm which says if Tesla's up, then sell value and buy Adobe. <laughs> right. Right. It's so fatuous. It's so fatuous. Well, because you do. You have former rocket scientists who don't know anything about the stock market right. who are writing these algorithms. Exactly. They don't know anything about what stocks they're doing. No. They just know that they correlate. Yes. Correlation. So Twitter does a good job. If, if Tesla turns around Twitter, which is up two and change after Ned Siegel's excellent interview, it goes up five. It does because where, the market. So where does that leave us? Irrelevant. Okay, good. Just wanted to make sure. No, I don't, I, I don't, the question's not about us. The question is, what do our viewers do? I, I, our viewers have to decide what they like. Okay, so let's take Bristol-Myers. This morning, uh, Dr. Uh, Giovanni, Dr. Fario, he reports a great number, and it's an inexpensive stock. Uh, if you like it and you don't care that their Optiva, their key cancer drug, was down a couple, then you just own it through. And if it goes down, you buy more. And if it goes up, so what? They have to have core beliefs. There cannot be, for people at home, a I like it today, hate it tomorrow, because you're going to end up buying high and selling low. Do the homework. Decide whether Bristol-Myers is indeed one of the winners, like Lily's one of the winners, Merck not, and just own it. Right. And Let everybody stop. Trade around when you. I say stop. irrelevant, what I meant is, is that if someone comes on air and says, I would sell Bristol-Myers, but no, don't listen. Just say, look, I like what Giovanni's doing. I like their drugs. I like Eloquist, which is killing it, two billion a quarter. And I'm going to just tune it out because there's just no way you can play that game. So sell recommendations are also irrelevant? If a company, if you like the company, yes. Yes. So 
I mean, if someone were to slap a, a cell on Bristol-Myers today, I'd say, okay, well, that's like the cell on Clorox that I had to deal with. I was going over with, with Ben O'Dour, the sheer number of cells. But what these consumer product analysts have to do is they have to have some buys, they have to have some holds, and they have to have some sells. And he's in the unfortunate camp of being a company that right now is the lowest growth. So people want to sell it. At high be, multiple. Yes. High multiple. But Clorox well, City today goes to 176. Jeffries today goes to 155 on Clorox. It's crazy. Clorox has a, has a drug that kills the coronavirus, except for it's known as bleach. And people have, I took bleach wipes on. I was telling this to Dora. To, to, to Dora. I mean, he doesn't understand. What he doesn't understand is that he's not a hype artist. I don't want to be a hype artist, but there, he had to boost production for Clorox. Now, I tried to get him to say, isn't that because of the coronavirus? And he just says, we'll do whatever's necessary to please our customers. That's right. But how anyone could say sell when they have the one thing that people are carrying when you go on an airplane? How, how is it that names like that are doing great ostensibly on the notion that they're going to get business on Corona. And yet the market's also acting as if we've reached peak Corona. Look, Cowan on Tuesday said that they saw a nice deceleration in the rate of growth. And then Wednesday they They say, listen, we were kind of premature. Right. Uh, Right. Estee Lauder is up gigantic today. Why? Because they had a great previous quarter. If if anyone bothers to read the whole release, it says business is going to be down. And Qualcomm also talking about about the coronavirus. Listen, and and I'm hearing more about supply chains. It's very important next week in terms of these workers. Are they all going to come back and report for work back at these factories? Are you going to have a resumption of of manufacturing? Why are you laughing? No, State TV in China this morning said they're going to they're going to establish liaisons to go to factory floors and prod managers to reach full capacity. I mean, the the pressure is going to be on to get back. Our guys always say, "Listen, safety's paramount." Well, clearly. Profits are paramount. But, did you read the Yum China? Yeah. And did you feel are, better that that no. uh, that that I felt better that all restaurant staff and drivers are required to wear face masks and measure their body temp at That's all times? Right. That made me feel better. Are you crazy? I, 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 I don't need KFC that bad. But it's more. It's as importantly, it's about supply chains. I think that are going to be broken conceivably if. I mean, the auto. You think so? the, I think auto parts already. You're starting to you hear see it. Toyota wants to source outside. You are. And it may have an impact that is only a certain amount of time. It may be less certainly than we saw with the ongoing trade war of the last two years. Uh, but it will have an impact in this quarter. No, see, the CDC says that we have 11 people who are 11 people. That's all. It's not up. Of course, The New York Times says it's 12. So you're really talking about 11 or 12. And they have this they have a graph about where everybody is. And it hasn't gone up. Ninety-nine percent of the worldwide cases are in China. Exactly. So the the, this, the the quarantine might be working. So you think this can be a global localized phenomenon? Well, the se- the second largest. Well, no, there's a couple of countries, but is a cruise ship off the coast of Yokohama, which last yeah. night had turned out to have twenty, 20 people. cases. Yeah. And those people are going to be quarantined for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Two, four, seven-day cruise. The Diamond Princess. You you ever going to go on a cruise again? Um, I canceled one. All right. I just thought it was there are other things to do. I mean, does your 18-month window, your Chipotle window, extend? Can we use that analog on on cruise lines? I think so. (laughs) Well, right now, there's a a piece this morning. Royal, uh, an analyst, likes that Royal says that there's almost nothing, uh, which is really, you know, know, is that right? I mean... I find that really amazing that people aren't really canceling. They say that the book is filled. 
David, the book is still filled. What do you think? Well, on a cruise, would you go on a cruise? Uh, I've never been on one. Well, that's not responsive to what I just one asked. One day I'd like to, I guess, before I, did too. I die. Well, how about UPS uh, reaching a deal with their pilots union to make travel to China voluntary? Uh, that's going to be interesting. you got to wonder which, yeah, which pilots are saying, I'll take it. Well, uh, remember that we had the secretary, um, um, Azar, he, he, he wasn't that interested in going to Wuhan. I don't know if you caught that, David. He wasn't yeah, I did it. catch that. No, he's like, nobody should go to Wuhan is basically what he's saying. Right, but uh, look, there's a lot of people who are very calm about it. And then there's other people like me who are saying, I'm sorry, I got to take my Clorox wipes everywhere. I have masks. I have 12, 12 masks. They're black masks. They make me look like Jesse James instead of James Cran. I saw those. You saw them? Yeah, I did. I put one on and I said, this looks, I'm a, no. I took it off. You took it off? Wow. It's not, the people who are not ill are not the ones that we want wearing masks. We want the people who are ill. We, we don't we want, want to get it. We want people who are able to stay home. Yes. Yeah. Yes, David. Self-quarantine. Yes. That's, you got it. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, there have not been a lot of cases here in the right. United States. No, but it looks like it's working. Yeah, we'll At what point, happens. how many days do we have to wait before it looks like that the quarantine, that it's become a public health issue, well, not a medical issue is what I'm thinking. And our guys are really doing a good job. I think our, our country's doing a good job. Yeah. I think that's generally the consensus. CDC, NIH, all, all the... Aren't they doing yeah, good? Travel and Got to so give them a little credit. Yeah. When we come back, uh, mattress seller Casper is going public today after pricing its IPO at the low end of an already cut range. We're going to bring you that opening trade with an interview with the CEO. We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash. Tons of names to get to in more detail, like Qualcomm, Twitter, uh, Peloton, Yum, and so forth. Take a look at the futures. We'll hit some new highs on the Dow when we start the opening bell in about 16 minutes. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. All right, we're going to get started with trading here in about 14 minutes or so. Let's get to a mad dash and start talking stocks. Twitter, one of the names. You saw, I may have seen Ned Siegel, the company's yes. CFO, on Squawk Box right before we came on. What do you think of the quarter, Jim? Star of the day, okay? ST, oh, we should make we should patent that. Get this, David. Monthly average users up 21%, billion revenues. But here's the most important thing. Yeah. Super Bowl ads, 38 there are 35 of those advertisers who advertised on Twitter simultaneously with their ads. So that is a sign that these advertisers believe that people are watching the game while watching Twitter for reinforcement. 
And two out of those three that didn't, well, one is Bloomberg and one is Trump, and they don't take advertising politically. So it's such a success for them. Congratulations. They've really, I think, uh, gotten it together. That last quarter well, is was somewhat... sustainable? I mean, are we going to see another, you know, another increase in costs? It makes... Yeah. What's it? You made an island reversal. I don't know what I did there. Um, okay, is it... That's my well, question. It's been episodic. It, ha- yes. it has been episodic, and let's just say this episode was a good one. Okay. I don't want to say more than that, other than the fact that I think that they've gotten it together, but I know, I know it's disappointed. Uh, but I think Ned uh, has done, you know, it's weird. You know, we think the CFO's kind of running the company. Just yeah. the way Sarah Fryer was running Square. Well, Jackson, Africa. Well, David, time, right? they can telecom, they can do Zoom video. I don't know. They can do them, but the customers like it. And I think that the Super Bowl is one of those defining, just like the Olympics are coming up. Yes. A lot of people watch the Olympics and are on Twitter. Right. So this may be Twitter's year, so to speak, except for the fact that people say, wait a second, why don't they take Bloomberg? They can probably get, they did a billion in revenue, they, they could do another billion. And, they, and they're still spending a lot on optimizing the platform for advertisers. You heard Siegel talk Absolutely. about Absolutely. So it's not, it's not perfect. Right. But, but. Um, I like the quarter. There was a big Twitter booth at the uh, Super Bowl. There were no people from Twitter. There was somebody else who was contracted. So I immediately called Ned on Saturday. And I said, Ned, there's like, where are the people from Twitter? They're still spotty. Okay. They need to be in more places. Well, the stock is going to be a feature today with potentially as much as a 9% gain. Wow. Yeah. It's better than Kellogg. That's better than Beckton Dickinson. We'll keep an eye on both of those. I mean, also check in on Qualcomm, uh, Estee Lauder, a number of uh, the uh, earnings. We have so much to do. So many. That's why we took over the 10 o'clock block. Yeah. Oh, they, we haven't told them that. Yeah, yet. we haven't All told right. them yet. Yeah, we'll let them know. By the way, you can always watch us live when you're on the go. You know, you leave the house, but you still want to see your CNBC. Can you stay in your Casper you bed? Here can you Jim stay in your Casper bed and watch? Or what we're going to say about Qualcomm, so you download the app. And then you can watch us on the go. We got an opening ballot to this. For more than a decade, Comcast has been committed to bridging the digital divide and connecting millions to affordable high-speed internet. But the barriers to get connected go well beyond affordability. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to reach millions with digital skills training, resources, and opportunities needed to succeed in a digital world. Project Up. Building a future of unlimited possibilities. Learn more at Comcast.com slash Project Up. The spirit of performance defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the all-electric ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. While what powers their cars may change, the energy that makes Acura never will. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, The ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system and up to 313-mile range on a single charge and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is everything they said electric could never be. It was built with the driver in mind, just like Acura has been doing since the beginning. We could talk all day, but the only way to experience this electric performance is to drive it yourself. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Time to pay attention to the IPO market once again. We are on IPO Watch. As Casper gets ready to ring the opening bell, we'll bring you the company's first trade and an interview with the CEO. Winsk Walker, the street continues.
You're watching CNBC Squawk on the Street, live from the financial capital of the world. The opening bell in about five minutes, a very busy Thursday morning. We'll keep our eye on the coronavirus. Some comments out on the guard this morning. European stocks doing very well. Deutsche with their first new uh, capital raise in uh, about a year or so. I, I'll tell you, it makes me be interested and beware of how I'm going to pronounce this. Banco Santander. It's $4. It's got a 10% a 10% script. Uh, Anna Boutin, who runs it, sensational, uh, is saying that's going to become cash. That is the, the most, I would say, arguably solvent, largest bank. Spain is doing quite well versus Germany. Those who want a spec, I am blessing it for $4. Wow. Right here. European banks are in the green once again for the year as the results have been pretty good uh, out of SockGen and some others Yes. Today. We mentioned Casper before the break, uh, and it's going to be interesting to watch as they go public. If you don't know already, e-commerce-based business and bedding and furniture, 69 sleep shops in North America. Jim, you tweeted a picture of yourself on a bed this morning. Right. My uh, This is a, a kind of a post-WeWork apocalypse uh, picture in, in there. Uh, and, and look, this is a deal. They're losing a lot of money. And they felt like they had to get this deal done. Uh, they may have priced it to move, so to speak, where when you cut and cut and cut, you can get a deal to work, any deal to work. Yep. But the losses here are staggering, I just want to point out. Uh, and this is one of those deals that if they had brought it higher, it would have been crushed. They've really been uh, very good about where to do it. It's a very small deal. But the valuation is half of what it was when I had them on their money. It's a bed that's mailed. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's not exactly um, Clorox wipes when you're on a subway car. Uh, then there's demand. PPD, uh, drug research firm, prices at 27 at the top of the range. That would be the biggest of the year. Well, there you go. I mean, that, now that's something I'm very interested in because these drug companies, I have a Charles River Labs on. A lot of these companies, the drug companies just outsource what they do. Uh, I, I like healthcare so good right now because uh, Buttigieg is not in favor of, of take, extracting everything that United Health makes. I, I, I do think that that's one of the big changes since, the, since Iowa. People like the drug stocks. Uh, Cardinal Health boosted its. Uh, Cardinal has been so bad. Right. And now it's good. Well, it's also was good. some of the value plays that we were talking right. about earlier but are the, included you know, in that. But, you know, the Elizabeth Warrens, yeah. the Bernie Sanders, they don't want those companies. No. They think that those companies extract too much worth. Yes. Part. So this the hate, looks like the, the um, high watermark of the extract worth people has, has occurred. What do you think? I think that uh, that's an argument to be made. That's an argument to be made. There'll be an argument made by Big Pharma as well, given the new therapies that we're constantly seeing that we're paying off. We're not just giving you the next medicine to treat your cholesterol. We're now actually curing cancer. I think that therefore it's worth it. And we have not done a documentary on that. That is when you do. personalized vaccines to stop your cancer, when you are able to solve cancers that were just the mortality was 100%, it's a fantastic story. And it may and we change tell the more. debate a bit in terms of drug prices. It may not. I understand that. But there is something to be said here that pharma can start to make an argument. I agree. It says, okay, we're charging you a lot because we spent a long time developing this and we're actually saving lives. I think it's very big. You know, something that we've come up with that's 5% better than the last thing we came up with. 
Yeah, it's not me too. Uh, now look, it, it, there, there have been many drugs for uh, small cell lung cancer. But now we're starting, I, we're well, seeing people who um, have cancers that were just death sentences, and now they beat it. And it, it, we don't talk about it. yesterday about Merck and that really important split of their of some of their older drugs. Right. But they, key truth is what they're betting on. Crystal Myers, their numbers for Optiva were down 2%. There's Casper, the friendly IPO. Let's get to the opening bell this morning with the big board celebrating an IPO. As we said, online mattress seller Casper. We're talking to CEO Philip Kramer. That's not open. Tesla, as it falls below 700 this morning, right. interesting story on the wires, uh, some House Democrats, two House Democrats today are going to unveil legislation that would create a nationwide EV charging network. Really? They're calling it the uh, EV Freedom Act. We'll see how far it gets. One of the co-sponsors is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, really? Well, maybe they're trying to break the island pattern, David. Break the what? The island pattern that you flagged. Oh, the, uh, the uh, yeah, the, the Tesla island pass. Meanwhile, Adam Jonas of Morgan Stanley today says they're getting flooded with calls about Tesla. Right. And he goes on to reiterate his relatively bearish stance that with yes. 2% penetration, it's too early to call winners. Well, I just think that we're, at, when I look at that Deutsche Bank, up a dollar. When I look at the movement in many of these banks, I say to myself, you know what? Europe coming back, that 500, that maybe 500,000 Tesla plant next to Berlin could be a winner, even as Ford is closing six plants. But can I just tell you that this was, again, it was up on an, um, an interview, and you either think that Tesla is a technology company on wheels, as I do, or you think it's just had its day, which is really hard for me to understand how it could have its day. They ought to take a nap. Uh, Qualcomm uh, does beat by 14 cents. Revenue was ahead. David mentioned earlier they do see a hit, not just from Corona on their own operations, but to wireless uh, industry at large. Yeah, I I think that that was a shame that they had to do that because, boy, 5G penetration. They indicate where 5G is, and it's actually quite good. It's a good story, 5G. So if you want to give up on Qualcomm, I think you're doing it at your own peril. I, I... I did not uh, detect any real weakness beyond Corona. And some companies are like out there telling you to be cautious about Corona. Others are just skating. If they had skated, the stock would be at 92. Right. But they, right. they, they did discuss the impact it will, can possibly have. I mean, yes. China is an incredibly important market. Yes, for it is. Time. Oh, but big penetration there. It's just getting better and better. Right. It was quite a confident uh, conference call until they mentioned uh, Corona. Right. Yeah. And, then they, and then they, right, they talked here about everybody, you know, the big provi- the Verizon, T-Mobile. It was very positive, uh, didn't you think? Even Sprint and but, obviously AT&T. Until they mentioned. Their expansion of their 5G coverage. But they did. And how important that is. This quarter, they said it's not, not going to be that great. And I really thought it was because China and Corona. Uh, you have like a yum China. You have 
And then you have a Royal Caribbean. I mean, Royal Caribbean, this note, virus headwinds overblown. Okay, this is a Macquarie research, overblown. And it, it basically says that things are pretty good. I don't yeah, know. RCL is definitely, it's held the 200-day, uh, kind of messed around in there for a couple of days, but uh, at least $2 off of the uh, lows from at the end of January. I think that's significant. I, look, there's, uh, if we're containing it, then I understand that. I still feel that it's not a stock that, there are enough stocks out there that I don't need to own that one. Sure. But people are pretty bullish. You mentioned Twitter, um, and they're giving this metric monetizable DAUs up 21. But ad revenue up 15, 21 in the U.S. Uh, Ned Siegel said just now he's going to, they want to increase headcount 20% this year. Well, look, uh, there are people who just say, are you kidding me? How can you do this kind of spend? And then there are other people who say, that wow! I mean, they have enough de- demand to spend, and uh, you. Once again, I happen to believe in Twitter because I like companies that have to increase headcount to spend, but it does hurt their so-called leverage model. If you have to keep adding people in order to get the job done, yeah, expenses already up uh, nineteen yes. uh, in Q4, but obviously uh, best levels there since October. Or so yes. um, since. Since Jack uh, came in, I think as a, it was a dual CEO, really, stock really hasn't gone very far. No. Certainly relative to the S&P. No, it hasn't. And there are a lot of people who just say, can we just have a full-time CEO? And now their pushback is, it's absolutely full-time. He is very much involved. Uh, I come back and say, well, if he were even more involved, maybe the stock would go even higher. Uh, I think so. You do? Well, I, I don't think that the telecommute is that great. I don't care if he where he is. Just I like face to face periodically. Now he'll say he probably comes in, but I think a lot of uh, a lot of people are just saying, you know what? I gotta wait. This to, this makes me uncomfortable that he's there. Um, I feel when I talk to Ned that it's really pretty terrific. I like it. I do. I like it. I well, the market likes it too. You were saying well, you the mad dash, and the stock's up even more than was anticipated, at least just a few yeah. moments ago before the open. 14%. Right. Largely, you think, on the growth in their user base. Right, but again, it's healthcare that I like the most. Cigna reported a quarter, they'll be on. Cigna's quarter was remarkable. Uh, yesterday, Humana's quarter was fantastic. Uh, United Health was terrific. So we've got a lot of good news in that healthcare segment. That's where I'd rather be. That's yeah. my sweet spot because it's domestic and it has no crime. All right, that's a good point. Uh, Peloton down 9%. Sounds dramatic. It really only takes you back to January 27. But well, they people, do guide below on sales. Yeah. And revenue miss. Missed by uh, 3%. I, I, I look at it and I just say it's a very heavily shorted stock. Uh, it was almost as if people willed it down. Uh, the company is actually, I think, doing quite well. Uh, there are a lot of people who say, listen, all it is is a bike. Your wife hangs her um, undergarments on it. And I come back and I say, yeah, she does, but a lot of other people have it and like it. She just doesn't use it. It's one person, so it may not be that. It may not be indicative of everybody, yeah. Um, Do you have one? I don't, no. Oh, you don't have anything. That's right. <laughs> That's true. It's just, you're, just empty. A, you're a monk. What's it like to be a monk? Do you talk to people when you go home? No, or you're no, not allowed to talk. I try not to speak, and I don't like to be spoken to. <laughs> uh, Jim, did you expect more from Twilio, which also is about a one-week low? All right, so there are six firms that took the price tag target up. Jeff Lawson was on this morning for a truncated interview. Uh, I'm not thrilled with the je- way Jeff handles things. Jeff used to be on my show. Uh, maybe pick the right show this time. Because you take a contract they got. They got the PayPal contract. 
That's got to require a lot of people, big hiring. He should have announced that he had the PayPal track, uh, contract when he got it. Remember, they had a billion dollars in rev. Instead, all we hear about is spent. And he handled it very poorly. I am choosing my words yes. because of my new Jimmy Chill position. I can, I can see that the my wheels eldest, turning. Yeah, I am. So I'm, I'm chilling. And all I can say is that's not the way to uh, talk to the investing public. You don't let us find out that a bomb was dropped in terms of expense. So I wish Jeff well. <laughs> You're done with him. <clears throat> Look at you, monk-like. I'd be chilling. Yeah. I'd chill. I want to thank my oldest daughter who said, you know what, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say it. So, Jeff? Nothing to say. Jim, I, I do want to touch really quick on some restaurants. Uh, yum. Uh, really all the attention's on the Pizza Hut comps, which in the past three years have gone from minus seven to plus four, now back to minus four. Yeah, talk about episodic. Yeah. I, mean, I find Yum to be uh, very frustrating. Uh, this pizza category is just such an oddball category. Uh, it can't be relied upon. They do have all this great international business. Uh, I just feel like, look, if you want to be in that business, go buy the stock at McDonald's. You don't need anything else. By the way, Burger King, which is, you know, QSR, QuickServe, yeah. they didn't deliver. They had disappointing numbers. Oh, look at Duncan today. Uh, yeah. Best comps in six years. Stock's down uh, 3%. I, I just think that people are also equating these. They shouldn't with uh, Corona because, you know, of course, Yum has no Yum China because they split that up. But I do think that there's, a, without a doubt, there's a, a, a group of people don't want to own these stocks right now. Congreg- yeah. I call I, it congregation stocks. They don't want to go where people congregate. How about uh, Pershing Ackman getting out of Starbucks with a 73% return in 19 months? And that's helped him put together a, a year of 58%. Oh, good for him. He had a lot of uh, suboptimal years yes. prior to that. Um, and then he stopped talking. Right. Yeah, he sort of went the Musk route. I think it's worked out for him as yes, well. Yes, it has. Stop talking, stop fighting, started ba- right. investing again. Chipotle obviously was also a very strong position for him, which I believe they still hold, but they had a good year last Chipotle year. Chipotle was monstrously good. I want to talk about another that uh, my Chapel Trust owns that I'm kind of just like Tyson. Uh, Tyson down 12 straight. I took that uh, the idea that you get the falling knife. I have a conference call at 1130. I have to address the falling knife of Tyson. But my, my take there is, is that they are, you look, this is all backward-looking, and they're going to have a great business in China, particularly after they just cut the tariffs. But uh, they, better, they better get on the case and tell a better story, because the story itself that I've worked on is better than what they're saying. A lot of companies, I find that they're getting the story out incorrectly, uh, that have good, they have good things to say. What does that mean? Well, I mean, Tyson, Clorox, these are companies that are doing pretty well. But when you read the, yeah. their releases, you don't think they're doing that well. Um, new, new, new status. So let's, let's get the stock down. We've got a lot of stocks down today on earnings. Isn't that something? Which is weird because of the S&Pers we have in right now, uh, 22% are revising Q1 up. And that is the third best percent since 2012. We have these outliers. Beckton Dickinson, terrible outlier. One product made this thing sound like it's collapsing. It's not. It's another one. You wait a second day, and I think you 
you can get a value. Tyson, second day, value. But first day, unless it's a boom, like we've had so many this quarter, then they just slaughter it. They're slaughtering the pearls. Have you noticed IBM goes up every day? Yes, I have noticed. I did actually notice that IBM's up 17% for the year, uh, which is pretty extraordinary. Well, I think it's... I think it's... IBM. I think Ginny has picked a cloud-based strategy. And cloud is doing fabulously whoever has it. Right. Guys, uh, we've had a few interesting sort of M&A-related stories this week. Of course, the split from Merck that we talked about yesterday and this story uh, of this approach from ICE, the owner of the New York Stock Exchange, yeah. by the way, for eBay. And we got a little more color. Jeff Sprecher, the chairman and CEO of ICE, on the conference call um, this morning, gave us a little more uh, sense as to what they were thinking about there. He said, listen, after all, we do match both buyers and sellers. We both collect and organize data. We both work with third parties to provide physical distribution. We both build useful analytics to enhance the transaction experience. And there were clear parallels between new ideas in the market for centralized clearing, which we didn't have at the time, and internet-based PayPal. In the case of our recent statement related to eBay, like many other firms that we converse with, the company, for reasons of its own, was not interested in delving into the range of ideas that we hope to engage with them on, and thus we're not able to move forward to validate whether any of ideas, our ideas, have any true merit. It's talking about that, talking about how they brought Meg Whitman in a number of years ago, way back on the line, right. quite some time ago, to talk about it. But that's an explanation from Sprecher as to what they were thinking, and a clear indication of their interest. Yeah, I think it's underrun, undermanaged eBay. Yes, I do. There's a lot. That's a good, good business that has no growth. They actually sold it. Yeah. Uh, they sold their stub up for very little money versus what I thought they could get for it. Um, and eBay, you see, is moving up on, on those comments. Right. Um, which, in a way, indicate at least they still want to try to get something moving here if they can. It's not unsolicited. We don't even know. There was no bid made, per se, but they are certainly trying to get some of those shareholders at eBay to come on, talk to them. Right. Talk. It's what they want to do. I think something's, well, obviously the stock's telling you. I don't have any we'll more knowledge, but the stock's we'll see. eBay, for its part, had told me, people that told me yesterday, they, they thought the approach was vague. Vague? Yeah. It's in the paper, for <laughs> Vague. <laughs> what, is it like they're kind of interested? I know, I don't know. Kind of pregnant? Uh, clearly, he's making it a lot less vague. I don't think it's that vague. We have to move on, but I'm saying, David, not fit. Uh, we did lose our gains momentarily there on the Dow. Bob Pisani's on the floor where we have an IPO to play with today. Hey, Bob. We do. Not as much momentum as recently, but a lot of excitement down here on the floor for IPO of Casper. Here it is. And, of course, here's some of the officials standing here. We don't have any indications, as we've been reporting here. Uh, they did price at $12 here. This is after prior price talk and the prior few days, 17 to 19, and that was lowered, pricing at the lower end of the range, $12 right now. Of course, a lot of discussion about what's going on here and a lot of pushback against companies that are not profitable, a lot of issues about selling direct to consumer, how challenging that is. Just ask uh, Peloton, ask Smile Direct, companies like that. And then there's the intensity of the competition in general, but a lot of interest still on that. We don't have any indications right now. I'll be here all morning giving you some uh, idea, and here you see uh, the, the, some officials, including the CEO, right behind me talking about uh, 
what the opening might be like. A lot of excitement over in the NASDAQ because some big companies going public there at the high end of the ranges here. Just want to point out right now, Schrodinger, which is big drug discovery company. This is backed by Bill and Melinda Gates. A lot of interest in this. This priced above the range, $17, 14 to 16 Very sci-fi stuff here. Software uh, for drug discovery. They put data in software and it helps suggest novel models for drug development. Really interesting business that they've got there. A lot of excitement about that. Also PPD, also biotech research firm out there. They priced at the high end of $27. They run labs for many biotech companies that are out there. So if you don't have all the, the, the facilities to be high-end labs, you can use their work there. And a lot of interest in that that pricing at the high end as well. As far as the markets go, you see it's basically flat here. Uh, Exxon, Chevron kind of running out of stream a little bit. China stocks up, industrial stocks up. Want to point out a lot of rotation this week. So if you look at what we call the high beta names, names that tend to move when the market's moving, these are names like semiconductor stocks or oil names. They've all outperformed the market. So Texas, Lamb, Devon, Marathon, some of the industrials like Deere have done well. Underperforming have been the low volatility names that did very well in the prior uh, weeks. So these are associated with consumer names like Colgate or Honeywell or Walmart and Procter & Gamble. They're the ones that are lagging. Today, a little bit indeterminate, maybe a little bit of uh, running out of steam for those high beta names. We'll be here all morning waiting for Casper to open. As soon as I get some indications of where it might open, we'll get right back to you guys. Back to you. Thanks, Bob. Let's get to the bond pits as well. Plenty to watch at the CME in Chicago. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Carl. There is plenty to watch in treasuries, and indeed they are turning. All global sovereigns are finding rising yields, lower prices. However, not nearly to the extent of the reversals that we've seen in the equity markets. Look at 24-hour of 10. We did reach up and trade 168. Lately, we seem to always hit the high yield outside our time zone before the sun hits New York. Once again, it occurred today. We are drifting. Now we've drifted back down to levels that put us unchanged across the curve, except for 30-year, which are actually lower in yield. Look at a year-to-date of 10s. You can see that small V forming. If you open and zoom back to August, it's very fascinating because we have basically three rather important bottoms. When the most recent is right in between the previous two. But if you go back to a 10-year chart, that gives you important information. There's a lot of consolidation down at these levels, but it does make bond traders nervous. Having more than two bottoms on that chart, usually reversals are double bottoms. The triple means at some point we may revisit yields closer to 1%, but most traders don't think that's going to occur in this cycle. And finally, the dollar index. Here's a week to date. So a four-session chart of the dollar index, it just climbs basically at a 45-degree angle. It's up about a cent from its lows, and it continues to hover at the best levels on a closing basis since the end of November. Carl David, Jim, back to you. Rick Santelli, thank you very much. We're going to stay on top of Casper, await the first trade. We'll talk to the CEO later this morning. Dow does hit a record high at the open, up 115, but is now settling back slightly into the red. NASDAQ, best week now since November of 2018. Tesla 700 here, 701, uh, obviously down. $200 plus from the highs of just a couple days ago, down 4%. Make sure you check out our podcast, listening to the opening bell of Squawk in the Street, wherever you listen to the podcast. We'll get stopped trading with Jim in a moment as the Dow is down 39.
Let's get to Jim and stop trading. You know, Carl, I've been pondering the whole show about the, the whole show about the question you raised at the top, which is, what do people do? How can they? Have, how can we evaluate and what people do? I thought that Google was a great quarter. I thought it was ridiculous that the stock got hammered and a great opportunity. It is now above a trillion dollars again. And this has to do with the fact that if you actually looked at what they're doing cloud, what they're doing YouTube, uh, uh, not, so, not search, not that bad, you'd say, hey, you know what? They're pivoting. They're doing a great job. And yet people looked at some headline that was generated by a computer and decided they were doing poorly. This stock is doing very well because the company's doing incredibly well. Uh, certainly uh, going from zero to 15 billion in 15 years isn't that amazing? on the YouTube front is incredible. Yeah, so I mean, let's look at it and say you know, we're going to see some really great numbers in cloud. Again, IBM Cloud, uh, Alphabet Cloud, I, uh, the cloud obviously at Amazon, and then Azure, Saudi Nadella. Cloud is a fabulous secular growth story, and Alphabet's every bit in the hunt now because of Thomas Curran, who's now running that division who's so good, I'm going to get him one. I know you've John Ford But their growth rate was lower than Azure's growth rate. And they're not even close to anywhere near the size. I have a thesis here. Okay, I'm just, just you saying. You have to wreck my thesis? Yeah, I am. Congratulations on your son getting a good school. How's Thank that? Very much. That's as irrelevant Appreciate as your that. comment toward me. No, I'm I was, saying I was you're right doing on, it with the past. I was right on point. They just reported the number. Well, that's the, the past. The number, revenue growth number. It was the last quarter. It's like Tyson. Tyson, the past wasn't that good. The whole headline, the headline, they just said right now that things are better. I am saying that when you sit back and look at, at Alphabet, there's a lot to like. I understand that. Why don't you go lie on the Casper bed? Why don't you take a little nappy? Why don't you take a little nappy, Davey? You end up being right, because why wouldn't you be right? A trillion dollars is back. people just buy everything, it take, seems like. Go take a nap. I, my nap time usually is around 2.30, 3 o'clock. I like Look, you're right. It wasn't that great a quarter. I, I'm just saying the, stock, the company is getting is doing better, and there's a lot to like. Okay, there. And Ruth Porak did a great job. Thomas Curian's good. Right. And, oh, and what? Just say one thing to the guy and look at him. You hurt my feelings. How about what's the one thing on Mad tonight we should expect? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we have McCormick. That's the spice company. And in honor of David, I'm going to take some of that hot sauce that they have and pour it in my eye, okay? <laughs> Just to satisfy your demand. And Cordani came on. I said it was the greatest stock. Everyone laughed. Not unlike when they laughed to Carrie, when Tirola dropped that butter, bucket of blood, I, the I, pig blood. And I was right. You had a great call on yeah. Signal. So call. here's some Franks. I always point out Here's some Franks your in your eye. Almost always. You can put that stuff on and including David's eyeball. See you tonight, Jim. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.